Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Caleb Stovall. Uh, I am about to present to you uh, part two of uh, this special part episode, or I guess what we consider a, a special episode, I guess, uh, for purposes. But um, I wanted to kind of start this off on a somber note because uh, um, around this time, I don't know when, when you're hearing this, but uh, this past week, um, Road Warrior Animal Joe Laurinaitis uh, passed away. So now the Road Warriors and the Legion of Doom basically um, are reunited uh, in a different kind of way. And um, I just kind of wanted to start it off uh, like this, Chris, because, um, you know, when you think about the Road Warriors and you think about tag team wrestling, mm -hmm. I just don't think you ever find, like, a better tag team. Like, even even in today's day. No. Um, you know, Hawk and Animal, both of them, uh, the Legion of Doom, Road Warriors, wherever you wanted to consider them. Yeah. Um, they knew about how to hold a crowd. They knew about how to entertain and, and how to perform. They had, they had it on lock, man, for many, many years. Yeah. I mean, and it's kind of interesting because, like, when you talk to them... Uh, you know, even like in the Dark Side of the Ring uh, episode that they did on Rogue Warrior Hawk, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of ironic now, I guess. But, uh, you know, w when they did that, um, you know, Animal kind of made it seem like they were never like really fans of it, but they were in bodybuilding and everything like that. And then, you know, they trained to be wrestlers and stuff like that. And then. They just kind of got it, I guess. But they also revolutionized the business in no-selling as well. Yeah. Because they would no-sell a lot of things. You know? But that so. was, that's what made them cool. They were what they, you know, what their characters were. They were tough guys. Well, and, and they started off as heels. They were always really meant to be heels. But... You can't be a heel and just beat people up all the time. Like, it's just like, no, eventually the crowd just likes it afterwards. They're yeah. just like, hey, man, those guys get the job done kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's what they did for many, many years from uh, they really NWA, did. Jim Crockett Promotions, uh, Georgia Championship Every wrestling. place on the planet they Basically. wrestled. They, they wrestled everywhere. They even wrestled for ECW at one point. They it did. wasn't extreme championship wrestling or anything like that, but they... They did wrestle for them, and they wrestled for TNA. And they wrestled for New Japan as well. Yep, yep, they wrestled. So, I mean, dude, literally everywhere. And everywhere, everywhere they went, they held gold. Too. Yeah. They did. That's crazy. That's insane. Like, they just, they held gold uh, everywhere. And, you know, I think the, the team that's always... And it's kind of interesting because when you look at it, they're really nothing similar, is Demolition. Yeah. Like, Demolition is not, like, people say it's a knock on the Road Warriors, and maybe the idea came from the Warrior, or from the Road Warriors, but I just, I never looked at it as a knockoff, because I'm just like, yeah, but they act totally different kind of yeah. thing, you know? Nobody like, could replace the Road Warriors. Nobody could, you know, be what Hawk and Animal were. Yeah. And just, they tried it before. With, uh, what was it, Heidenreich or whatever his name was? Oh, uh, well, I mean, they yeah. They, they, him with. Yeah, uh, Heidenreich. Yeah, but just it didn't work. And well, no, it didn't work because that guy wasn't over. And, and it's, here's the thing. And they tried it with draws. They did. 
Yeah, that didn't work. Well, that didn't work because they did that horrible, distasteful storyline with, like, Hawks addictions and stuff like that, and doing, like, even the suicide attempt live on Raw. Like, I was just like, was really? Really distasteful. Well, there's one person we can thank for that, is that's Vince Russo mm-hmm. and everything like that. that um, well, I'm not going to do that right now. But, yeah, but this is um, respect to... to well, 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 here was the thing. They were such a big influence in my childhood. I could definitely say that, because I did know... Yeah. Like, I remember... The first time I turned on the television, well, I, I guess maybe not me turn on the television, but when I walked in and saw professional wrestling, I remember it vividly. I saw the spiked uh, uh, shoulder pads. Yeah, shoulder pads. Yeah. From the Road Warriors, and it was Hawk and Animal. And they literally looked like they came out of a Mad Max uh, movie. Well, I didn't know that as a kid. Well, I'm, kind just, of thing. I'm saying from, from my memory. Because, uh, you know, I watched Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome quite yeah. a bit as, uh, you know, a child. And that was one of the things I remember uh, watching WCW growing up. And, you know, watching them face off against the Four Horsemen. Watching them go up against the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, you name it. Uh, whatever tag team came in the picture during that time, they went up against them. And, and they dominated. Yeah. And... They were the quintessential badasses of the tag team division at yeah. that time. Yeah, they really were. And, and um, even even years later, when they came back to WWF and they were wrestling in the WWF. Yeah. Uh, even under the, the the you know LOD 2000. I love the match that they had with the Nasty Boys. By oh the yeah, way, at SummerSlam. Yeah, that, that was, great. was amazing. I also loved, even though there was bad circumstances around this, I love the uh, SummerSlam 1990. First of all, that's one of my favorite pay-per-views, is SummerSlam 1992. Yeah. From Wembley Stadium. Mm-hmm. That just, it was great. Um, but that's a different story. But, um, yeah, man, this it's it's a sad, a sad day. Uh in the world of pro wrestling, even though we just had some jam music there for some reason. Yeah, I do apologize <laughs> about that. But, um, yeah, it, it just, it, it's a sad, you know, thing when this happens. And, you know, I think, like, um, probably one of the most touching pictures that I've seen, cause, and a lot of kids did this with uh, the Black Panther um, when um, uh, Chadwick Boseman just passed away recently. Uh, kind of unexpectedly as well, um, and uh, they they would show pictures of them like with all the Marvel heroes, you know, um, and their action figures, and then they would have Black Panther, you know, laid to rest basically, and all of them standing yeah. around. I was I was I was like that's that's pretty touching. So they've had similar pictures pop up with Animal apparently. And it has, like, wrestling figures. And it has, like, all of the people, like Brian Pillman, Owen Hart, uh, Junkyard Dog, um, ooh, some other people in it. I can't remember exactly who. But um, it has Hawk holding the ropes open for him, you know, with the sky as the background, basically. Yeah. You know, symbolizing heaven. And I'm just like, wow, that's really cool. Um yeah, uh, it just, it sucks, but it puts in, you know, to perspective life uh, and everything. And, and, and those guys definitely, I, I probably would say, live life to the fullest 
uh, at one point, and yeah, they and, did. and they are reunited now. Um, you know, some uh, our hearts and our our, our thoughts and uh, prayers and condolences, uh, whatnot, go out to uh, everyone in the entire uh, Laurinaitis family. Um, I know he left behind a wife and stuff like that, so that's always going to be tough. Uh, but just, yeah, kind of had to start off on a somber note here, folks. But uh, I am about to officially start uh, this episode, but this is just kind of like a little little kind of ode to uh, Animal uh, that we have here, just kind of talking about the Road Warriors and stuff like that, and just some of the great memories uh, of the Road Warriors. And of course... If you don't know, it, like if if you're not familiar with their work, please I do encourage get the WWE Network. Go and find any footage that you can of the Road Warriors because it's it's great stuff. It, it really is. So <clears throat> that that though being said, uh, rest in peace, uh, Road Warrior Animal Joe Laurinaitis. Go be with your tag partner up in heaven and make it quite a rush in heaven. Uh. What's up, everyone? It's me, Caleb Stovall, here for part two of the Stovall Wrestling Network SWN Podcast Special Edition, whatever the fuck you want to call it, kind of thing. Uh, we're so glad that you are here joining us in everything. Kind of started off on a somber moment there at the beginning, but it's okay because now it's time to have some fun. Time to have some fun right here on the Stoneball Wrestling Network. And I hope you all are joining us for that fun. I hope that you're getting back out and everything like that. Sports is back and everything like that. We have football playing now. That is awesome. I like that. Um, hockey is entering into the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, just a lot of things going on. So that that's really cool uh, and everything. But stuff that's not going on. Uh, is is who I'm going to bring in to help me up with all of this madness. He, <laughs> I can see his face now as I'm looking at him. He's just staring off into space uh, after that comment and looking like he's going to cry. I'm giving a full, like, bird's eye, like, not bird's eye, but I'm giving, like, full commentary here. I'm just going to bring him in. He's the one! He is the only! He's Mr. Chris Mother Effin TMB Studios Dickin' Ass! (laughs) The reason I was staring off into space is because I was hoping some mother here had come in here that I could replace you with. All right, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, Stoveball Wrestling Network. Yes, part two of a two part special edition, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, it was both our faults because we recorded part <laughs> of an episode and then Mr. Tired as Hell over here uh, decided he wanted to go ahead and record later on and we couldn't match the schedules together. So here we are presenting you with part two of a two-part episode. <laughs> and uh, yes, it's going to be a good one. Uh, yes, the somber note um, at the beginning of the episode uh, was very much needed. Uh, so yeah. Very much appreciative. But, yes, time to have some fun. Time to talk about some wrestling. I'm handing it back to Caleb. Uh, stay in your lane. Stovall. Stay in, a, what's uh, stay the in your lane. And it means doesn't don't <laughs> talk trash about the man who puts you on the air. Well, don't talk trash if you can't talk. 
This is not Chatter City. <laughs> this is... What have you got against Chatter City? <laughs> I ain't been on there yet! Anyway. <laughs> I've been on every episode of every podcast that has ever aired except for that one. Well, then schedule a time and get on it. <laughs> I'll do that. Now that sports is back and I can talk about it. There you anyway. go. Anyway! Yeah, talk about some hockey! Oh, Lord. No, you can't do that without me, motherfucker. I'm not motherfucker. Mm. All right, that was weird. But anyways, all right, so he's going to hand it over to me. So he just handed it over to me. Yes, I, I did. I took the torch from him. Anyway. And burned his balls with it. <laughs> oh, we're never going to get through this. Anyways, not let's do it. I've got to talk about it. I've got to talk about my favorite thing in the fucking world. Yes. Yes. And speaking of uh, wrestling, you know, here's my thing, right? So I'm not starting this off with WWE, and I'm not starting this off with AEW. I'm starting it off with something else. We are going, and uh, and, and here's why uh, we're starting it off with something else, because it's something that really caught my eye. Um, here's, uh, we're going to talk about Ring of Honor. That's right. Ring of Honor is finally back producing shows uh, and everything. And uh, they just recently started with something that they had planned to bring back in uh, around April, I think, of this year was Mm -hmm. when they were going to bring it back originally. But then all of the COVID happened and all of that shit. Um, And they brought back the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Now, for those of you who don't know what the Ring of Honor Pure Championship is, it was a championship similar to the television championship or even similar to, you know, the Intercontinental Championship, but it has its own unique set of rules, which are more old school style uh, rules, which is there are no, there are no uh, closed fists to the face. You can do it to bodies and stuff like that. Like, you can do body blows and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can't do low blows. But it's very strict rules. Like, you only get three rope breaks. I saw that, yes. The three rope break rule is one of the things that I I really dig uh, with this uh, pure championship. Yeah, it really really is cool. And uh, I always liked it when, when I saw it. Uh, as well, but this championship it provided some of the best matches in Ring of Honor history uh, and everything like that, and they've been showing a lot of the old um, Ring of Honor uh, matches yeah, from the, the Pure Championship. They have, and they've included them on their YouTube channel as well. Yeah, and I, I've been looking back on some of my and Samoa Joe was part of that history. Yeah, uh, yep, he was a Pure Champion. Mm-hmm. Nigel McGinnis, obviously. Yes. Uh, Brian Danielson only held it really one time because he, he united the titles in one of yeah. the best fights I've ever seen in my life in wrestling, uh, him and McGinnis. Uh, but then Jay Lethal mm-hmm. held it. Um, uh, other people like John Walters yes. held it. Uh, who else held it? Um, a lot of, oh, CM Punk. CM Punk, CM Punk was pure champion, he I was. think. Uh, AJ Styles was pure champion. Yeah, AJ as well. was AJ was a pure champion as well. But that's just that's just a rough. AJ history. was the first pure champion yeah. actually. So, that, but that's just a rough history of it. We're in the here yeah. and now, 
And they decided to bring it back, and they decided to start it off with a tournament. Right? Yes. And so, Over eight weeks, they said. Yes. Now, here's my thing, Chris, when watching this. You know, I heard for so long that AEW wanted to do a sports-based product, right? Isn't that what Tony Khan said? Yes. I want a sports-based product. Yes, that's why you have the win-loss record and the ranking system, supposedly. Yeah, supposedly, because I'm sitting there just like, what I have seen in recent weeks has not been a sports-based product at times, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like... To me, you cannot have a sports-based product and have cinematic matches or no. have, um, you know, technically even some comedy matches and shit like that. Like like the uh, Mayhem Mimosa thing. Oh, the Mimosa Mayhem? Yeah, 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 the Mimosa Good Mayhem great. thing. Like, uh, you know, to me, that's not sport. But No, that's just gimmick. But then you went and you watched Ring of Honor... The Pure Championship Tournament, did it not look exactly like it was a sporting event? It did. And that's one thing I liked about it was that it was very competitive. It was uh, everything that you want to look for in a competitive contest. That's what I'm saying. Like, the guys actually looked like they were trying to win. And to me, and here was the thing. They didn't all go to the outside. No, and shit everything like that. stayed inside. I mean, they went to the ropes every now and then and did some off the top rope moves. But the one thing I like, but about, they couldn't touch the ropes no, like they normally did because no. you only got three rope. Breaks. And that's what I was getting ready to say is that um, at the bottom of the screen they actually have the little tabs, kind of like timeouts with the NFL. Yeah, they had a time and everything for mm-hmm. the matches. I was like, dude, this is awesome. Yep. I love and this presentation. The other thing I like is uh, the referees giving warnings for close fist shots. Yeah, it, it made it feel more realistic. It made it feel more like it was a competition. That there were certain rules and regulations that you had to abide by to make this match happen. Well, that's what I've always loved about Ring of Honor to me. Was because more than anyone, obviously at times, yes, they did present over-the-top stuff and storylines and whatnot. But for the most part, I've always thought that they have presented more of a sport, uh, more of a sport wrestling style than anybody you know if anyone ranks up close to that it would be new japan pro wrestling and i have to agree with that a lot of you know they kind of copy a lot of it you know sort of thing but like that's why i've always wanted ring of honor to succeed because i'm just like man look at if people say here's another thing too real quick so I'm at the uh, so I, I go to this place called the Indian Queen a lot, yes. right? So I was at the Indian Queen on on a Saturday, and they had had the Braves on or something like that on Fox Sports, right? Yeah, and and not Fox, but Fox Sports South or Fox Sports One or whatever the hell it's called now. Uh, same thing that uh, what was that thing back WWE backstage? Yeah, was that what was that what it was called? Yeah, WWE backstage with uh, Renee Young. Yeah, um, so like so like it, uh, that was on that channel. Um, well, the game had been done, and I walked outside. I'd been outside for thirty minutes, and I walked back in, and they had something else playing, and I looked up at the screen. And I went, is that pro wrestling? 
And then I looked at it and I went, this is Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor was on Fox Sports South. Seriously? I'm not joking. It was not, it wasn't a lot, like, it wasn't even the pure championship, which, God, I hope they're able to put that on there, because if they put that on there, holy shit. But, but it, it would give them a really good ratings boost. In my opinion, it just would. But it was like, it, it was like the thing that they've been doing with all of their uh, uh, episodes so far right now, they've been doing the best of, right. and it was like the best of Tracy Williams. Um, hot sauce, Tracy Williams, who I actually like a lot, actually. But, um, yeah, it was on Fox Sports 1. Like, I looked up, and he was wrestling Jonathan Gresham. And I went, what the fuck? Ring of Honor? What are they doing on here? I didn't even know that they had a deal. I don't know if they have a deal or not. I, I don't know if it was a one-off this weekend or if, like, they're going to be on there every single weekend. Now it wasn't like it was a prime time slot. It was around. It was around. It had to be around eleven a.m., twelve a.m. kind of thing. Still, to be on the air, that's something. Especially as Fox Sports. On uh, Fox Sports, and you know what company started? Well, not really start. Well, I guess started as far as television wise, but TNA. Yeah, started on Fox Sports. That's how Impact got on Spike. They were on FS1. Yep, I remember that. And they were represented as a, a pure sport at that time, too, because they had the tracker at the bottom that was given announcements. They had the time limits and all that good stuff. Yeah, as well. and really, if you think about it, TNA was not pure. No, it wasn't. Well, actually, a little bit around that time, they were, kind of. They uh, were more competitive than uh, what they would be later on when they got to Spike TV. I agree with that. I agree with that. And then, of course, in like 2007, when uh, when uh, how does he say shit stain takes over? Oh, yeah, <laughs> or whatnot. But who cares? But um, yeah, no. I looked up and I saw Ring of Honor on television, and even looking at Ring of Honor on television, it looks more like a sporting event. Than a regular wrestling show does. Yeah, it really does. It'll catch you off guard if you watch it, because it looks nothing like anything else on television. Well, I've always said that though, about which is why I've always wanted them to succeed. First of all, you have to give them credit for how long they have been around. This is true. I mean, they've been around for almost twenty years. No one thought that they would last five or four. Nope, because they came into the picture as soon as uh, WCW and ECW were purchased, and they. I don't know years. how quickly they came into the picture, but I know it was in 2002 when they launched. But it was a, it was at the same exact time or around the same time frame that TNA even launched. Yeah, so both of them companies have been around for the same amount of time, and look where both of them are right now, currently. Well, I, and you know, I keep. We keep asking the question, what can they do to get to the next level? What is it that is stifling them? The company that they're with? Well, this is true. We, we've had this conversation before. They don't really, you know, but kind of... looking at the product as it is now with this, you know, sort of relaunching, so to speak, um, and, and the production value that went into uh, the what they're doing currently, especially yeah. watching these pure matches, maybe just maybe Sinclair is actually giving them a little more. 
maybe maybe they've seen what it's like without Ring of Honor on their stations for a little bit, and they're like, oh shit. Well, maybe it was driving in our force or something like that. Maybe. I, I, I don't know, but dude, like you watch it and it, it just it's pure wrestling. It really is like like that's a wrestling match. Now listen, when we say that too, I like the other stuff as well in wrestling. I like the out of control shit. I like the so-called violence stuff. You know, it doesn't have to be violence for the sake of violence, obviously. But I like the shit that pushes the boundaries and shit like that. You know, I don't mind that. But I also like this shit as well, where it's like, dude, you watch Ring of Honor and it literally looks like a pure, you know, sporting event. Yes. It like the guys are actually trying to win a competition. Jay, like, not Jay, uh, Jonathan Gresham won his match, not with his finisher, but he took his opponent's knee and was driving it constantly into the mat, of which he had worked on already in the match, and the guy tapped out. Yeah. Was, when do you see that in WWE? You don't. When and do you see that even in AEW? You don't see it at all. And that's the thing, is this the way these matches operated... They don't operate like a normal wrestling match. This looks like something that you would see in the old days of, like, NWA or well, AWA. Well, then in that instance, it would act like a normal wrestling match. Well, I mean, like, what well, people consider wrestling. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. I, I, I got you. I got you. And listen, again, I love AEW, and I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to present both. You know, they're trying to present wrestling, but also story. And entertainment. WWE is just trying to provide entertainment. Like, it's... it Because you can't say that WWE isn't trying to provide wrestling as well. But... Or in-ring... Let's put it this way. In-ring action. How about that, right? I guess that'll work. Um, yeah. <laughs> in-ring action. Yeah, well, even though they don't consider it in-ring. Isn't that... WWE doesn't do much in-ring action anymore. And, and that's the thing, is that WWE considers itself more entertainment-based. We're a television production company. We're producing live television. We want to entertain because we're going up against all these sitcoms and all these other sports. Well, that's fine if they want to present their but product like that. They don't consider themselves a wrestling company anymore. Right. So they don't focus on the in-ring product. Even during pay-per-views now on the network. The, the fucking I, I matches agree. themselves I are agree. I agree completely. But see, that's... That's what, and, and here's my thing. That's why, to me, if you look at the Attitude Era, Vince Russo's style of writing, you know, with a lot of uh, X and A, a lot of the distasteful stuff and everything like that, but his writing works so well with, I guess, WWE's style because it wasn't trying to be wrestling. But there were still wrestling matches. Yeah. It's just, it's just they were a little bit more chaos and stuff like that. I'm okay with that, you know, as well. Like, it's like, I like it all, but I can't stand it when one promotion will say, we want to be completely different from WWE or all of the others. And then, what do you know? You're presenting the same exact thing. Like, and I think that's where some people get pissed with AEW at times because it's like, dude, 
We don't like the cinematic matches that no. they're presenting in WWE. And then here you go. You don't even have a main event cinematic match. Well, they did with uh, the stadium stampede. But the Britt Baker thing, like, I sat there. I was just like, dude, this looks like something WWE would book right now. Like, I don't like this. And, and it may just be, you know, a, you know, with what the times are right now, and they're just trying to think outside the and box. I, and, and, and I'm also taking that into consideration, too, with a lot of it. I think, and I don't think that that is taken into consideration with a lot of it. Because right now, people don't even really, like, if you really think about it, you know, Bookers, they don't really know what is over right now. No. Because it's like, like they have no crowd reaction. They have no way to judge it. They have to wait until after it's done, and then they see it like, oh, well, that didn't work. Let's try this. It, yeah, exactly. And so, like, you know, you don't really know what's over and everything like that. So a lot of the times you're just throwing stuff at the wall. But I think even Art Anderson said it best. He's like, okay, we tried the cinematic matches. We did all of this stuff. But can we just go back to, like, live wrestling? Like, that is what people want to see when mm-hmm. they watch these things. You know, you can have the, you know, as JR says it, you can have the sizzle, you know, but give me the steak exactly. as well. But Ring of Honor, to me, is more like, you know, here, just give me the steak. Kind of yeah, I, and they're a lot less of the sizzle, but that's okay because they truly look different from all the other products that they really do. Like, and again, and they look like a sporting event. They feel like a sports event. WCW back in the days, I don't give a shit what anyone says because as a kid, I thought this. They looked like a sporting event, even though they did have the Dungeon of Doom and shit like that. I don't care. They still looked like a sporting event, you know. Well, I mean, you, you look back at Sting and Ric Flair, um, Arn Anderson and Ole Anderson, both Legion of Doom, uh, Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express. They were contest, and and it was physical, and that's what made it so great was the physicality yeah. of those contests. And you know, ECW kind of started promoting themselves like that, except you know. You can't really call it sport if you're having like ten or seventeen trash cans and chair shots and table, you know, this is very true. on a show. Then that's just something else entirely, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Again, that's okay if that is who you are. But you know, like TNA wrestling, you know, kind of thing. Like if you go and you look at it, I mean, they did have like uh, wrestling matches at times, but. I never understood why they had the NWA moniker, to be quite honest, looking back at it. Because I was like, none of this represents the NWA. Yeah. Like, they tried to have the sex versus the tradition of the NWA, which is basically NWO versus WCW kind of thing. But yeah. Like, oh, by the way, <laughs> I got to tell you about the funniest promo, too, from that in just a minute. But, like, you watch that and... TNA, like, it's like the tradition of the NWA. I'm sitting there, it's like, they all do the same thing. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's just one of them has t-shirts and calls himself a faction. Yeah. And they tried to take Disco Inferno as a serious character. Like, Glenn Bill Birdie, he, he acted like a mob boss and shit like that. I was like, what? Right, anyways, that, that, that's something. Alright, so here's the funny thing, right? So... Uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you. Yeah. Uh, 
basically, I watch. I'm, I've been watching a lot of the Asylum years, and while again, it's kind of like the Attitude Era. There's some shit. There's some shit in there that's distasteful as fuck, and there's some just downright stupid shit. And then there's some good shit, kind of thing. You know, some just really good stuff. But Vince Russo, you know, was the leader of Sex for a bit. Yeah. And he cuts, he cuts a promo in the asylum. He's in camouflage paint, and he's wearing camouflage gear. And he's talking about Jeff Jarrett being his friend, and they kidnapped him basically earlier in the night because he cares about him, and he wants him to be his friend. But this is how he does it. He goes, he goes, he goes, Now, Glenn, I want Jeff Jarrett at the end of this night. Thinking about tits and ass? I want Jeff Jarrett to flush tradition down the drain. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to watch that one. I'm going to pull it up for you. I swear to God I am because it was that funny. It was just so funny. It was so wow. bad. But he, you know, I, I some of the stuff is good. Some of it's just downright confusing at times. I'm just like, wait a minute. How the fuck did these people... And I've never understood this, and it's what a lot of people's problems with Vince Russo's writing is, and you can even vouch for this, which is, how are you going to constantly say that Oh, these storylines are fake, blah, 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 have all these shoot interviews in front of everyone, but this is real, what I'm saying, kind of thing. Yeah. You get what I'm talking about? Exactly. Like, he does that way too much. He does that with everybody. He does. And that, the sad thing is, is that's typical Russo. Well, he tried to do that in WWE a lot, and then Vince went, nah, uh uh I need them as their character kind of thing. Uh-uh. You know, like, he tried to do that with Jeff Jarrett and the place chanted boring. Um, that's the only part that I will say is annoying about the Asylum years is I'm, at one point, I'm just like, I'm so sick of Jeff Jarrett. He is not a baby face. No one they likes tried him. tried to make him a baby face. They tried. He tried to make himself a baby face. It did Didn't not work. work. It did not work, which is why he just immediately started doing heel things again, because he was like, well, this ain't going to work. Yep. You're going to be the king of the mountain, you got to be an uh, asshole. Yeah, he really does. Now, he's actually pretty good at that. If you need someone to hate, that's good, because he, he still puts on good matches and shit like that. But, you know, again, we, we were talking about Ring of Honor early and everything like that. Uh, I encourage everyone. And I can actually tell you where to find this. So here's how it works, folks. Um, Ring of Honor will put out an episode every Friday on Sinclair Broadcasting or, you know, um, certain channels, I guess, that pick up Sinclair or whatnot live for everyone. Well, I guess live or whatever or whatnot. But uh, then on the following Monday, it goes up on their website for everyone to view, and if you're an Honor Club member, you get to watch it on Fridays. You don't have to wait till Monday or whatnot, but you get it on Monday for free, and you also get it on Fight TV. And you know all about the Fight Yes. App. 
I know all about the Fight app, and, and surprisingly, I think you told me this, it's free on the Fight app. It is free. You don't need to sign I, I mean, I think you have to sign up for like a well, little... Yeah, I have a free account. Yeah, yeah, you do have a free account, but you don't have to... It's not a scam or anything like that, folks. It's actually legit. Um, you know, there are events that you do have to pay for on Fight, but that's like certain events kind of thing. That's the new pay-per-view, basically. Yeah. Um, and the only thing that would be better about the fight is if, or the fight, um, the fight app, the only thing that would be better about it is if it was on PS4. Like, if yeah. it was, like, a legit app that I could go and pull up shit. That would be great. Um, but it is on, uh, you can get it on the web, uh, on your computer. You can get it on Roku. You can get it on Google, uh, Home. You know, pretty much most streaming uh, boxes will have it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really surprised really that PS4 doesn't. I'm surprised it doesn't have that, and I'm surprised it doesn't have Impact Plus. That's strange, because uh, usually they're the first ones to get some of the new stuff. Yeah, but uh, they don't have it, I guess. I guess they don't have a deal worked out or anything. It's not even on Xbox. Well, it's, or the, same, it's the same thing with Peacock TV. It's done on Roku for certain stupid things. Yeah, well, I don't know. Um, it just, yeah, that's uh, that. It's just how it works, I guess. Um, but anyways, uh, kind of got lost there for a second because Chris is not paying attention to no, a goddamn thing. I was actually looking to see joking. how you watch fight on uh, PS4, oh, and dude, uh, you can't you pull it up. Uh, to watch Fight on PS4, open the PS4 browser, go to www.fight.tv, sign in, pick a video. Oh, so, like, you have to go to, like, the little internet thing that they yes. have on PS4. That's right. I forgot. And you can also actually do that with Ring of Honor Wrestling, and you can do or the uh, Honor Club thing. And you can also do that with Impact Plus. I did not think of that. I will say that, yeah. I meant, like, an app that you can pull up just like the WWE Network kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but apparently they, they don't have a... Yeah, they don't have that. It's like, why don't they have that kind of thing? I don't know. Well, might might be something they need to look into, I guess. But, Agreed. But again, I just found it so weird that they were on Fox Sports... South and I'm sitting there just like, is this a, is this, does this thing happen every single weekend or was this just this one time? Like, what is this? There's got to be some type of deal. You can't you just play it. Ring of Honor. No. So obviously that they, was already in place way before the WWE deal. I highly doubt it. I, I, well, who, who the hell? Yeah, I don't know done. because they never advertise it's it. Not, it's not a prime time slot, so WWE wouldn't give a shit about it. Uh, 11 a.m. on uh, Fox That's Sports true. South they had could be syndicated television where you pay to put your product on there, and maybe just maybe that's what they're doing. Well, I mean, true. It's not like WWE could tell them like, "Hey, you can't do that." They're like, "Yeah, we can." It's our network. network. Like, you don't own us, kind of thing. Uh, and that is, I mean, that's how Explosion started with TNA. They're on the same network as SmackDown. Yeah, UPN. <laughs> this is very true. Cause they paid it was for like it. at 1 a.m. though, like it was late as fuck. Good on the weekend. God, I was and like, it was I was like, quality too. it was terrible quality, but that was all they had. But hey, it worked. It did. I agree. It worked. I for the most part, I guess. But yeah, 
that was Ring of Honor. Um, and I, I encourage everyone to check that. I encourage you to check out a lot of their stuff on YouTube. They're posting up some very classic matches uh, featuring Samoa Joe, CM Punk, Austin Aries, AJ Styles. They're, face, they're putting a lot of... Um, of uh, pure championship matches from back in the day. Yeah. And then they've also uh, got something coming out on pay-per-view, which is also going to be on Death Before... Oh, my God, not Death Before Dishonor, although that is what it's called. But uh, on uh, Honor Club. On yeah. Honor Club, they've also got this. It's premiering. It's called The Best of Death Before Dishonor. Uh, so there's going to be a bunch of matches on there, a lot of cool moments that they've had and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm hoping that this is a turnaround for Ring of Honor and that this is going to be like where, you know, they finally kind of uh, start to get back into the fold. Again, yeah. I guess. I understand why they're, you know, stagnant right now is because, you know, the COVID thing happened and they weren't like AEW and WWE. They couldn't just pick up their own arena just yet or something like but that. But they know? figured it out. Now they're back on and they're providing some great matches. So, you dude, need to check it out. I, I mean, I'll have to say that. Like, I texted you. I was like, dude, this might be some of the best wrestling I've and, seen and in a while. I watched it and I have to agree. It like, is some it of the best really, wrestling that you've seen in a long time. Because, again, it looked like sports. Mm -hmm. And the announcers called it like a sport. Uh, just everything felt, you know, like a sport. And you might think, well, there's no real big angle. I'm like, the angle is a pure championship. Exactly. That's all it needs to be. It's simple. That's what they're fighting for. And the promos that they cut, like the video packages... Those yeah. were really well done, too. They felt like a UFC, you know, uh, fight hype. And they're doing the tail of the tape at the beginning of it, too. It's yes, just, it's just the really, tail of really the tape good. and everything like that. I like it. I really, really like it. And I hope that Ring of Honor, I hope that they prosper from this. I hope people see them, and I hope that Fox Sports thing turns into something bigger, whatever it is. I hope that they, you know, turn it into something bigger. Um, or whatnot, but that was Ring of Honor and everything like that. We're going to talk uh, some more wrestling when we come back here on the Stovall Wrestling Network. Don't go anywhere. Uh, it is SWN exclusively here on TMB Studios. I'm begging you, don't pull that trigger. Don't ever tell the Marines to pull that trigger! Hey, I'm Sniper of Payne, Bill Blanchard, and this United States Marines, we all love to shoot! And we're going to do it right here on the Wrestling Shootout. We are going to shoot on all things professional wrestling. I will have every single guest to come to my show. We're going to shoot now if it's WWE, AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't care if it's the IWE, or Pro, or even UCW. Is UCW still around? Well, we're going to get into that too. Whether they come back or don't come back, or even where the hell we're going to shoot about WECCW. Wait, I know they're not there. But anyways, on the brand new season of the Wrestling Shootout, anytime comes to my damn show, lock on and let's lock up and let's get ready to shoot, baby. I ain't holding back, and you never told Marine to pull that trigger. You are currently listening to SWN, the Stoball Wrestling Network, on TMB Studios. Alright, we are back here on the Snowball Wrestling Network, the SWN podcast, and uh, 
So, you know, I come on here, and I think even in the two-part episode, I, I keep saying, you know, I don't want to bash WWE, I don't want to nitpick, I don't want to be one of those people. But! Then, <laughs> we finally see this fucking retribution storyline play out. And it does not make a goddamn bit of sense. See, nothing. I missed... The, the whole thing being revealed and all that. I watched the build-up to it of this group coming out and attacking people and and basically vandalizing the sets and so forth and so on, but I didn't get to see what was supposed to be the payoff. So talk me through it. Explain to me exactly what transpired so I can get my head wrapped around it. Well... And that's the thing, I don't even know if I can wrap my head around it, man. Uh, so, I'm not exactly sure when they fully revealed, and which it, it technically is not even the full reveal, apparently, but they've had at least five members come forward. And those five members include Mia Yim... Donovan Dijak, or uh, however you say his name in, in uh, WWE now, yeah. Donovan Dijak, and um, Dio Madden, I think I think that's who it is, Dio Madden, and Shane Thorne. Hmm. Yeah, Shane Thorne. So, and then I think that there was another uh, girl that revealed herself, and I, I don't. I don't know who that is, and I don't uh, remember uh, what she was, but Mia Yim is a part of that as well. Um, and, but, that's not their names. Their names are T-Bar and Slapjack. And I don't remember what the other names were, but I just remember T-Bar and Slapjack. And they're not fully exposing their faces. They have on masks, not, not like COVID masks or yeah. anything like that, but like they have on masks, but they're not fully revealing themselves or something like that. Like, we don't know who these people are, basically. And it's... I don't know, Chris. I, I don't know what to say at this point. None of this makes any sense. Because... Here's my thing! These guys were just on NXT! Yeah. Of which you are trying to use... To fight AEW, so now who the fuck is on NXT? And Keith Lee was brought up. Why the fuck ain't he a part of this faction? But who knows if he is or not? You said it ain't fully revealed, so... Well, I say that because, okay, so... Four or five members came forward and cut a promo this past Monday, and they got involved with the Hurt business or something like that. And 
Then they had a match. It was a six-man tag, I think. And they lost! They lost! And then, uh, about... And then, like, after the match... 20 different, like, or 20 other people came in. And I'm, I'm exaggerating. I don't really know how many there were. But, but there were other people. So I don't know if this is saying that this group is larger. If just, just, and the bullshit narrative is they can do this. They're contracted wrestlers uh, with WWE. And I'm sitting there, it's like, so contracted, so contracted wrestlers, basically they work for you have been running around throwing Molotovs at your backup power generators, breaking windows, cutting rings in half, but they can do that because they're signed contracts? Yeah. Wow. Huh? Can you imagine if you could do that with any business? I hate the way things are going around here. You got me under contract, so I'm going to blow your shit up. That's basically what they're doing. It's just, it's, it's, it's the weirdest, it doesn't make any sense. The faction itself doesn't make any sense. And then they've been, you know, hijacking or, or stuff, uh, whatnot. And it's just, uh, it just, this was the big payoff. I get, well, I guess there's more of it to come. I don't know who all is involved in this. If there is some earth shattering thing, then maybe it might oh, work God. or something like that. thought popped in my head. What thought? It's me, Austin! <laughs> was that really that bad? No, it wasn't bad. It was it, it wasn't supposed to be him. But can you imagine if it ends up being Vince? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not for retribution. I'm talking about for uh, the it's me, Austin. I know, but that was my that was my point. Oh, what if what if Vince just decides all of a sudden, well, I don't know where this is going, so I'm going to put myself under the hood again, and I'm trying to destroy my own creation. Yeah, okay. that would be stupid, but I'd turn WWE off forever. Uh, well, I mean, I've already done that. It's me, time. Roman! No. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Even I think you went too far on that one. <laughs> it's me, Drew! No, it's definitely really bad. Oh, Lord. Oh, I ain't gonna go down that God. one. Damn it. That's not good. Oh, God. That's, that's, that's just... That's terrible. That's just horrible. But that's where it seems this story's going. Is it, It's gotta lead up to a big payoff somewhere, and there's gotta be somebody it's pulling me, the punishment. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh, no, actually, if he, if he did it, it's me, Austin! <laughs> oh, no, that's terrible. That is horrible. That's terrible, but this fact, this fact should goes for about right second now, right? <laughs> that's how boring this shit's starting to get to me. Um, but this faction runs between Raw and SmackDown, right? They've been on both programs. Dude, I, 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 yeah, they've been on both pro, they've been on, prom. they've been on, uh, both programs, but it seems like they're more raw, I guess. Well, I don't fucking know, dude. I just, I, it's so confusing. 
and and now the, the whole locker room has a problem with him. Well, I mean, I guess if you're like you know interrupting matches and stuff like that, you'd have a problem with him. But yeah. I, I'm just like, where the fuck are you going to go with this? Like, and again, I just I there's no one that can believe that they're running around doing all this shit and they're under contract. That just doesn't make any sense. The dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. I like the Hurt business. Because I like the guys in it. Yeah. I love MVP. Uh, he is um, he is showing that uh, people forgot how entertaining he is on the mic. And then, of course, Shelton Benjamin is amazing. Bobby Lashley. This Cedric Alexander. Finally getting him a little spotlight. Yeah. So, I like that. Uh, I like the Hurt Business. I love Bailey and Sasha. Now, that's something that they are doing, right? Yeah. And I, I got to see the promo uh, this past Friday night with uh, Sasha. And how intense Bailey was when she attacked her. Mm-hmm. Bailey's intensity level has escalated up to the thousands, bro. Yes, she has uh, really elevated her game, and the fact that we're now getting to see this Bailey Sasha feud actually play out in front of our eyes is going to be great. Well, they obviously want to wait for that for WrestleMania. I would, I would, you would think, but then again, you never know in this day and age and shit like that. But you can tell that they're saving it for something big. Yeah, it's going to be huge. But plus, she's going to be in um, the Mandalorian. Oh yeah. In season two, she's the hooded figure. Which I mean, that's not. I'm not spoiling anything. We don't know what she's doing in it and stuff like that. But like, they showed her face. And I was just like, yep, that's Sasha Banks. So that's pretty cool to see her in a Star She's Wars. She's working for Disney. <laughs> well, my, according to Tapped Out Wrestling, uh, a lot of other people, are, or, or a lot of people in WWE might be working for Disney soon or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's for a different story. But as far as this retribution thing, man, I just, I, I don't get it. But... As cringeworthy as that is, I thought, all right, we might be, we're kind of starting to, I guess, put the taste back in my mouth with Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins, because I've actually liked the stuff that they've done with Dominic. Dominic looks great uh, for, you know, even being so green. And, and, even, like and even getting the praises from Vince. About the reaction he received. Yeah, because he's doing pretty damn good, you know? Um, and that's credited to Seth Rollins as well, um, how good he works and just, you know, how much Dominic's picking up. I've liked that stuff, and I even like involving the family and, like, hitting, uh, you know, Murphy with Murphy the, with kendo, the kendo, sticks. kendo sticks. I like that stuff. But now I know where you're going with this. Oh, yeah, because did you fucking see this shit? So... It worked so well when Eddie Guerrero teased the fact that Dominic might not be Ray's son or something like that, you know, and I was just like, it wasn't that great. No. I mean, the match was good that they had, and... But the storyline was cringeworthy. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't like that. And so, let's make that even worse by having Seth Rollins... Tuesday, his daughter might not be his! Or at least that's where it looked like they were going! 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, oh my god! So, yeah, it sounds like Bruce and them kind of dug into the box of gimmicks and uh, pulled that one out of the head. Dude, if Conrad Thompson on your own fucking podcast is saying, dude, everyone literally hated this fucking storyline. We did not like this. But you're just wanting to sit there to defend it because you have to be right on your shit. It's just... Yeah. What? It, 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 I just it just when I think that we can't sink any lower with Seth Rollins, you manage to fucking toss a fucking anchor to make him drown more. Well, I mean, Vince wants to be bigger than the Titanic sinking, so uh, let's just go ahead and try it. <laughs> I gotta be bigger than anything historically. What's bigger than that? Titanic sink. Make Seth Rollins a new fucking Titanic. It's just... It's... It's just... I could think of 10 million different ways to use Seth Rollins better than what he's well, being used. It looks like Vince McMahon's thinking of 10,001 ways to fuck him over. I guess. And, and, and then... The Fiend. I, I To me, it was cool at first. Now it's utter confusing at times. It's Again, it's the Bray Wyatt! It's, it's the same thing he was doing... When he was Bray Wyatt, he's just, now he's just randomly doing it to people. And now, every time apparently you make contact with the Fiend, it transforms you. Like, that's what they're doing with Alexa Bliss. You know, Which she's, I, I kind of like the thing with Alexa, though. I like seeing this kind of like mean streak come out of her, so to speak. It actually, well, not like we haven't really seen that. Well, before. I mean, I'm, I'm liking the way it's working. I, I kind of like it because it's it's different for and how she like and how she kind of like ignores ignores people everybody like, like like she's just like this was really great we got to do this again I, I mean I do kind of like that um I you know especially since I just like Alexa Bliss as yeah. well but um I I don't know it just it, it was kind of weird like I was like uh, like okay. I like that, but then like Braun Strowman apparently changed again. Um, Finn Bal that's why Finn Balor is you know doing his thing in NXT, and um, but so apparently that's the power that the Fiend has. I guess I really don't know, but I'm sitting there just like, how does this like how does this further his character or some shit like that? You know. The only thing I can think of is that he brings out the the best or the worst in somebody, and it elevates them up higher. I guess. I, I really don't know, man. There's just... There's a lot of shit. I don't understand how you have three hours, and then two two hours, and then you have a whole network, and you can't come up with decent shit. It's It's crazy. And they just reach back in the bag, like, let's pull out something. Well, it shows that not only, yeah, it shows that not only Vince McMahon is behind the times, but so is Bruce. Bruce, and whoever else they have on the writing staff, or Jeff Well, Garrett, some of those, Wallace. some of those motherfuckers don't even know how to write wrestling. They don't even know what that means. Like, they don't even know what wrestling terms means. Like, Court Bauer, um talked about it on the, on uh, Jericho's podcast one time, he was just like, yeah... I was in a room, and we said heat, or uh, Ted DiBiase was in there, and he mentioned something about heat, and one of the writers goes, what's heat? DiBiase threw up his hands like, are you serious? 
how are you writing wrestling and you don't know what heat means? So, I don't know, dude, but I don't know if anybody knows what anything is in WWE anymore. They apparently don't now know again, what Now, again, if they want to do the entertainment-style wrestling, that's fine. I'm okay with that because they're WWE. And they, and they have... They will have some wrestling matches pop out of those storylines when they get enough time and stuff like that, or when they can really let it breathe or something like that. Right. That's one thing. But, you know, like AEW, for instance, like, don't sit there and say that you're a sports-based product, but then you've got people stabbing each other with uh, syringe needle, not syringe, um... Novocaine shots in a in a dentist office and stuff like that. That sounds like something WWE would do. Yeah. So I I, I don't know, man. Like I, I just the whole retribution thing. I thought it was stupid to begin with because I'm just like, do you think we're really stupid? Like there is no invasion stuff anymore unless it's an actual invasion. Like, when the Young Bucks and them did that the one time before even AEW was a thing and they just showed up at a Raw or something like that and did, like, a Instagram... Or, no, did a Being the Elite episode crash or something like that. Yeah. That's just basically how, like... That was just them screwing around and stuff like that. But, like, that was an actual invasion. It's, yeah. It doesn't work, like... The NWO worked one time. Because we didn't know better back in the day. Yeah, I know. We didn't have any way to communicate with each other like we do now. And and, and then, like, you know, you're going to have music for the guys. Yeah. They have, the, they have their own entrance. That's stupid. That is stupid. I, it's, dude, I, I don't know. I, I, mean, don't, I don't know where it's going, and then, and then apparently there's more of them, so I just, I don't know where it's going. I'll follow it somewhat. I'm not really following anything WWE goes. I know that they've got Clash of Champions coming up this Sunday or whenever you're hearing uh, this recording or whatnot. You know, they've got Clash of Champions coming up. And I didn't even realize that was this soon. They've been doing a lot of pay-per-views, like, back-to-back, back-to-back. I don't and get it's that. It's crazy. I don't get that. I'm just like, dude, what, why are y'all like, doing no that? No fucking build-ups whatsoever. Oh, yeah, Payback had no build-up on it whatsoever. It was literally a week after SummerSlam. Yep, SummerSlam and then Payback. And it's like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. How the fuck did that happen? That's how it worked, man. Revenue, kid. Nope, that ain't how it works. Because you're not making the money off of it. No, because you're not making money off of the live attendance. All they wanted to do was just show off Thunderdome. That's it. Well, okay, and again, the thing is impressive. That's not your problem. Even though their contract with it expires this month coming up. This is very true, so they did all of that work, and now they're going to have to take it down. And they're talking about, they can, they have the option to renew, but now they're also talking about, well, we're also looking around southern states having outdoor events, uh, weather permitting, they're scouting. And I'm like, okay. Uh, Actually, I would like the outdoor feel because I like outdoor wrestling. Yeah, on TV. it would. It would look pretty good. It would. It would be, you know, something great. It would be something different because I mean, they hell, they do so many. I mean, like, hell, they got that arena things. They got that game show that's getting ready to air on TBS that has Cody Rhodes on it. 
and the crowd. Well, that's actually, AEW. No, this is a. I'm talking AEW. I'm just an example. Um, I can't remember what it's called, uh, but the fact is, is that the way they got it filmed, they have the studios, they have the set and everything. It's in Macon, Georgia, but the fans are in their cars. Oh yeah, that's right. I've seen that. I've and I think that. that's a stellar idea. Because then you can actually have people cheering and everything. They can honk their horns. You get live reactions. Right. And if you do it in a big enough space, you can have a lot of people in one area, all in their cars, still distance away, and it would work great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I can't can't predict anything WWE does nowadays. I, I don't know how they write their shows anymore. I don't know, like... How they even, I don't know, because you talk to certain people when it comes to WWE, and they love WWE. They, yeah. they think it's the greatest place to work, whatnot, or, you know, they've had the greatest experience. Um, and then, you know, you talk to some, and it's like the worst experience they've ever had, or something like that. I, I, I just, it just I depends know. on the person. Yeah, I guess so. Like, you know, Jim Cornette. You know, he even defended WWE back in the day, like, why he went to work for them, because, like, Vince straight up told him. He's like, he's like, Jim, if someone likes, if someone likes ice cream, but one person just likes vanilla, the other person likes chocolate, can you really hate someone for liking chocolate? Yeah. Or, you know, like, just because you like vanilla, you know, like... Like, like, can you really hate me for liking chocolate, basically? Or kind of thing. And that's just kind of, you know... And I agree with them. Again, if WWE wants to present it, that's fine. And that's why I've always said that if they were going to launch their own network and have, like, showtimes and stuff like that, I always said that they could do that because they were that style of presentation. Mm-hmm. Like, Ring of Honor could not do that right now. No. Although they have launched, like, a 24-hour thing with somebody. Um, I forget what it was called, but they're doing something uh, that's 24 hours or whatnot. Um, but, you know, that's my thing with WWE. They can do whatever they want to. They can do cartoons. They can do, you know, uh, live-action stuff. They can do reality shows. They can do, they can do whatever they want. They're their own studio now. Which is why, for me, and I don't work behind the scenes, obviously, at WWE. If I did, I would not be talking to you. Or yeah, anything. I wouldn't be doing this podcast, that's for sure. No, no. Not without clearance from Vincent Kennedy. Yeah, exactly. I would, I, would be, I would be like, WWE is amazing. We put on the best product ever. <laughs> Where's my paycheck coming? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um... So, like, I don't, you know, I don't work there or anything. I don't want to come across as, like, Dave Meltzer, you know, thinking I know, you know, how to book stuff. I get that they're in a, you know, they still write live television. Mm-hmm. They still do, even though they tape shit now as well. But they have to book on the fly and everything like that. I get that, you know. But it's just a lot of the stuff I see... It's like, why are you trying to run your... It it looks like Vince is still trying to run it like he, you know, when he had Hogan on top and he had control of everything. And it's like, 
I get that you want to be in control of everything. There's nothing wrong with that. You've created your own world. I applaud you for that. But if you're going to do that or you want to be more of a studio kind of thing, well, then you have to run it like that. You have to keep making these shows and stuff like that. You have to keep pushing them as well. Like, again, I go back to Legends House. I don't understand why we did not get more Legends House. And you might say, well, because all of the ones in the first season, you know, uh, are either dead or this or, you know, this and that from it. And I'm just like, they didn't have to use those that season. Could have used somebody else. If I remember correctly, the biggest thing about Legends House was the cost. Yeah, but that's going to happen when you do TV shows. Yeah. But they didn't have advertisers back then either. Well, no. kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really didn't, I guess. But I... I so... I guess, but they can't pick it up now or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's or, the thing. Why can't they do it now? Well, why? Well, why can't they do that? And then, like, why don't they provide more original programming? Yeah. And stop canceling it. Like again, the, the Edge and Christian. We talked about that. The Edge and Christian. And the show, the show that, reeks of awesomeness. Yeah, they canceled it after what? Three, two, three seasons. Two. And then that was done. Two seasons, and then Holy Foley. The second season never really even aired. On the network. No. It just went up straight on demand and was barely advertised. I'm sitting there like, what? Like, it just doesn't. I don't get how none of those shows, you know, apparently make it past that, but Total Divas gets renewed for season after season. Well, see, that's E-Network, and they always focus on, like, drama, 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 and anytime you deal with women in a, any kind of sports or entertainment related business you're going to get that drama so that's why ease what is that type of show you know the kardashians meets wrestling exactly basically. and that's why you still see total bellas even though the bellas aren't even in the spotlight like they should like they used to be with wwe that show makes them stars that it, show it, keeps them going well it's very true and everything like that and again there's nothing wrong with that but i don't understand like if you're going to have a network and and you want to have original shows quit canceling them yeah and then someone wants to tell me well the ratings are you know didn't reflect good or you know it just seemed like they didn't or people weren't watching i'm sitting there like how how, how do you know Exactly. It's your network. Like, like, I just, I don't know. That's my problem. If you're going to have a network, you need to run it like a studio, like a network. Yeah. You know, even though it is an app, I get that it is an app, and, and it's an on-demand app a lot. That's fine, but if you're going to have a live stream, that live stream needs to have television times. Needs to say at 3 o'clock today, Bash at the Beach, 1996, Hogan turns heel, blah, blah, blah. Coming up, or after that, uh, Legends House, after that, you know, this thing, after that, Raw, whatnot, you know? Yeah. It just, I, there, there's so many things that they could be doing. And I guess that's just what irritates me about WWE is because, and again, I want them to succeed as well. That's the fucked up part, isn't it? Right? Yeah. 
But, you know, even AEW is doing things. Like, AEW just had that parking lot uh, street fight. And I'm not going to lie, that was amazing. That was awesome with the best friends, Orange Cassidy and, um, uh, well, best friends versus Santana and Ortiz. And it was all for the, uh, uh, they were defending Trent Beretta's mother, Sue. Uh, (laughs) And it was so funny, dude. They had this big, huge brawl, right? Like, like, it, it was awesome. It was probably the best parking lot brawl. I've seen in years kind of thing. And I've seen some good ones. WWE had some good ones. You know, so did TNA. But uh, this one was really good. And uh, at the end of it, (laughs) at the end of it, Sue, they get into the van with Sue, and then she just stops and she flicks off everyone. Like, like she just sticks her hand out and just flicks off everyone (laughs) driving away. It was so funny. It was great. Like, I was like, this is tremendous, but then she really shined when um, she showed up on Being the Elite, you know, the Young Bucks thing? Yeah. She showed up on Being the Elite, and the Dark Order, who, by the way, steals the show every single time on Being the Elite with Brody Lee, Mm -hmm. and it's so funny because Sue comes in... And, uh, you know, he acts like a hard ass and everything like that. And she comes in and they're all just like, oh, hi, Mrs. Sue. How, how's it going? How, you know, kind of thing. And she, <laughs> like, uh, he said, he said, Sue, John Silver said he didn't like your cooking or something like that. And she goes and, like, they have this thing where, like, you take a, uh, he wraps up a piece of paper and, like, hits him in the head, basically, with mm. it. So she comes up, and, and she, like, goes to throw it, but she messes up, and then she just starts laughing. Like, she's just like, ah! <laughs> you know, kind of thing, like, uh, like you know, like like how parents would if they were doing something, and yeah. they didn't get what we were doing. That's, and so, like, Brody Lee was just like, you, you better sell for Sue! <laughs> you better sell! That's, that shit, I'm telling you, dude, if, if you haven't seen the Being the Elite series, man, then you need to check it out. It's it's an intricate it's part of AEW's uh, lighting right now, honestly. It really is. A lot of it, sometimes they further storylines on it. Sometimes they just, you know, are like doing they did stupid with the stuff. Matt Sadell incident. Oh, my God. It, that, when I saw that they had basically said that uh, 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 Nakazawa was the one that, like, basically put baby oil and it made him slip. I was like, oh, my God. I, I'm dead. That that was hilarious. That was fucking hilarious um, to basically say that. So, uh, <laughs> that was great. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of stuff with being the elite that's good. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, hey, uh, it, it, it is what it is with WWE and the Retribution thing, but again, there is some good stuff that's going on. We'll talk about it. We'll even follow what's going on with Retribution, because now I want to see if there's more people or if there's going to be something bigger to this. We'll, we'll see. Um, but, you know, that's it for uh, those and everything like that. When we come back... We are going to do Wrestling Society X. 
Don't go anywhere. It's TMB Studios, the Stovall Wrestling Network SWM Podcast. Hello, Internet. It's Chris Dickens. And have you ever considered going to a restaurant but wasn't sure about their food quality, their atmosphere, and their ease of access? Well, let me take the stress out of that by offering you the chance to listen to the newest podcast on TMB Studios called The Bite. On The Bite, yours truly goes to these restaurants in and around the nation and lets you know from my own first-hand experience about their food quality, their atmosphere, and their location's ease of access. And then you, the consumer, can make the decision on your own account listening for this podcast if the place is worth your time and your money. All you have to do is just tune in for brand new episodes of The Bite. It's worth the time, worth the patience, and ultimately, worth your sanity. Check out The Bite on TMB Studios. You are currently listening to SWN, the Stoball Wrestling Network, on TMB Studios. All right, we are back here on the Stoball Wrestling Network, and it is time to continue Chris Art series on Wrestling Society X. Yes, I've had fun with this. I really have. Yeah. Like, I, and again, this is another example of like they were definitely, they were definitely not a sports base or traditional no. wrestling product. No, but this is entertainment. And, like, the last five episodes we watched have been very entertaining, with the exception of last week's, uh, with the last one on this two-part episode that we watched, uh, episode five. The main event was kind of lackluster, so to speak. I think we talked about them having to rearrange. They could have rearranged the matches, and it would have been a lot better than what they set yeah. up. But uh, this week's um, is uh, episode six that took place on March 13th, 2007, and just like before... Go on YouTube and uh, look up uh, Wrestling Society X, and it'll be a playlist, uh, WSX to Complete Series. And you can go ahead and watch this with us or watch it at your own pace. It's whatever you want to do, but we're going to watch it right now. So uh, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and count it down in three, two, one. Whoa! Holy crap. That was interesting. A little more uh, added to the intro here. Yeah, well, I mean, I expect you to the same thing. Yeah, oh, good Charlotte. Oh, good Charlotte, that is, that's right, I forgot. Now, that would have been awesome to see him perform on this. Yeah. Oh, there's my man. Chris Foss. Yes. But what about this this self-induced mission? Not only to take the WSX championship from Vampiro, but to snuff the living life out of him. And Vampiro has been vocal about this all over the world. I mean, the fact that the WSX championship has breathed new life into him. And apparently, this feud between Vendaris and Vampiro goes back many, many years. And I tell you, Chris, I think it's just escalated to a whole new level. Well, right now, Brett, our broadcast colleague, the beautiful Lacey, is standing by on the lookout for Vampiro. And once he arrives, we're going to get his reaction. But right now, we take you down to the ring for tonight's opening bout here on Wrestling Society. I love how she just kind of looked around like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, here he goes. <laughs> he has to do a line of coke before he shows. Tonight in this very ring will bring you extreme action 
an infinite intensity that will ignite the inferno. Jeez. Our opening contest is set for one fall with what the fuck? The hell? Coming to the ring first. He calls himself the greatest, and he's from the top of his class. He is Scorpio Sky. SCU. You know, oh no, wait, wrong time. Yeah, yeah. From Too soon. Um, but here's the thing: Did, did yes. he just like magically make a bowl appearance? For one fall, and the one just appeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know he's got he's got black makeup under one eye yeah. and he, and his shirts well, that, okay that's GQ money though yeah or kind of I guess but he's not GQ money in this I don't know what the fuck he is but it's crazy all right now anyone who thinks that might be corny or whatnot that's Jack Evans does that all the time yeah he looks so different nowadays doesn't he he does but this referee here still looks like he wants to work on my automobile <laughs> he probably does probably was well, good Charlotte's on the announce table now oh that's off good Charlotte here we go whoa Almost watched it right there. You know that this is going to be good because these are just two. Oh, that's awesome. 450 to the outside onto the concrete floor. I think, again, I always said that WSX would have been bigger if it had been given more time. Yeah. The Undertaker. The Undertaker was not good. Oh, the Undertaker. There you go. Good Charlotte. Fucking WWE well, I mean, he asked them, you know, what they liked growing up and stuff like that. Randy Savage, The Undertaker. Oh, The Undertaker. Oh, okay, good. Sky tried to put Jack Evans away early to try and prove a point. I guess in his logic, if he feels that Evans beats Sidell and he beats Evans, then that's two victories for him. Oh! That was nice. Tap out, son. Tap out. Oh, he got out. How's he gonna tap out, you moron? He's not even in a submission hole. You wish you had the athletic skills that these dumbass fucks. They didn't take anything of this series. Yeah. Acrobatic wrestler. I'm really catching on to their styles. Hey, Chris, looks like one of the awards Scorpio Sky forgot to mention is in high school. He might have been voted most likely Oh! Oh my god, I can't believe you said that. Hey, man, this is the anthem. Oh, I don't want to be you. Especially don't want to be Scorpio Sky right now. He's taking... Move after move from Jack Evans. This is really good, though. Like it is. Yeah, it's all business at that point. Whipping him off the ropes here. What is going on? Get ready to do. Why are we showing the crowd? Why is he showing someone clearly not interested in this? That was nice, but oh, oh, on him! A dragon sleeper. 
Nice, nice. Scorpio Sky, man. If anyone deserved an AEW title run, it's this guy. Well, he got a really good run to the start of AEW, you know, with an SEU. Well, I think that they still have big plans for him. It's just they're waiting for crowds to get back or whatever. I could be wrong. I mean, they could be waiting for crowds because you don't want to really give somebody that big of a push unless you've got a fan base behind it. This right now, true. they only have a few fans in attendance. Uh, well, that's very you true. Oh, Flapjack right down oh, on the wow. mat. Jack Evans holding on right there. Wait a minute, we've seen this before. Here it is. Oh, it was the 450 splash this time. One, two, three. <laughs> it was a 450 this time. I mean, he probably was thinking, you know, you've only done that every single time. Please have them eat the Quiznos subs. Oh, here we go. Always focusing on the mamacitas and cervezas. I got a plan. Oh, really? Yeah. See, now you're going to start focusing on the mamacitas and cervezas starting right now. They're magic balls. You want to touch them? What the? Hey, Disco Duck. Huh? What the hell do you think you're doing talking to our highness? Huh? Oh. Why don't you make a tree and get out of here? Oh. Now, Chaos, I want you to meet, uh... Well, it doesn't matter. Bro, I appreciate this and all. But I'm sick and tired of this. I'm sick and tired of getting the crap kicked out of me. I mean, look at Hart and M-Dog. They're the only undefeated team in WSX. Look how they work as a unit, as a team. You think so? You think they're happier? I'll tell you what then. Next week, we challenge Hart and M-Dog to a match. And this time, we need the Mamacitas at home. No offense, ladies. And the Cervezas on ice. And I'll even go as far as to say, if we don't win this match, then you can go in your own way. Good. But as for tonight, the only moves I'm gonna see you doing are on them. Well, why would you wanna see that? Alright, man. Freak. <laughs> Got it. Get your ass out of here, kid. That's one lucky guy, Chris, but who knows if they'll be lucky if they face the Filth and the Fury next week. Fans, when we return, it's going to be Tag Team Action. That 70s team taking on D.I.F.H. You do not want to miss this. Don't go anywhere. Huh. Oh, what the fuck? Magnum, ha. have you seen those lamos we're facing tonight? They're lamer than the Ford administration and Pet Rocks combined. Ah, excuse me while I fall over laughing. Seriously, are those two looking for a disco demolition? What's wrong with those guys anyway? I saw them crying watching Laguna Beach last week. Well, you could kind of understand. I mean, it was really hard for me too, especially when... Man, so uncool. <laughs> hey, let's win this match, take their girlfriends, and make their eyeliner run. Come on, Punch, we got a match. Dynamite! There goes that 70s team heading to the ring, getting ready Ladies to face gentlemen, Joey Ryan. Ryan who's getting ready That's right Tyler Black! Faces. Jimmy Jacobs can't Jimmy Jacob. put his makeup on, or I guess taking a bite of his Quiznos. What is he Quiznos, Jimmy Jacobs? And it's scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. Coming to the ring first, they are the Punch and John of Pro Wrestling. Joey, Magnum, Ryan, and the Disco Machine. They are Joel in the front, that's the disco oh machine, my God. the disco ball, and behind him is 
Weren't they on the last episode of the Beaches Watch and I wasn't that yeah. impressed with it then? Somewhere back there. the referee to hold the disco ball. You've got to be kidding me. And their opponents are the ass-kicking, sensitive duo of Jimmy Jacobs doing it Jesus. Jimmy Jacobs, you know, the only thing with him is he's so sensitive, he doesn't want to finish. It's been driving Tyler Black nuts. Oh, this is hilarious. Oh my god, this is fucking hilarious. Kiss to kill. He does, yeah, look at that. He's got one right there. He's the emo guy, and Tyler Black's the hardcore guy. Uh oh, look at this. Jimmy Jacobs, look at he waving it. Disco sucks, is what they're saying here. He's flirting with one of these girls, though, guys. Check this out. Jimmy Jacobs. I hope she doesn't have a boyfriend. I don't know, but it looks like... <laughs> oh! That 70 team's attacking Let's Tyler see how Black Tyler Black was in... Oh! Jacobs WSX He's here. digits right now. You gotta I be kidding me. I he was there, oh, too. With, uh, I didn't realize nice Jimmy Jacobs was there. Nice and then again, like, the last no time one I saw Jimmy Jacobs Tyler was an impact. Well, this is true. He's gonna be emotionally secured into that mat in a second. You got that right. Oh, and there he goes. Hey, you would know all security. about emo, wouldn't you, uh, <laughs> no, Joel Madden? Um, anyways. But Tyler Black wasn't really comes. even Tyler Black. Duck on knees. Oh, springboard. Nice. Oh, did you see the height and the elevation, guys? That was, that was, uh... Whoa. This, that's he still looks good. Yeah. He's always had like the perfect together. Uh, and look at this. Jimmy Jacobs looking for hugs. I, I gotta agree with you on that one, Benji. <laughs> I gotta agree with you. Look at him. <laughs> just dragging around Jimmy like that. Man, that's yeah, they did, they did form a, the they did form like a big faction that. in Ring of oh, Honor. Like oh! Well, of course, this didn't last long enough for him to even begin anything. He's using him as a weapon right now. Yeah, he his is. His teammate. Oh. Well, but they, but they did form like a big faction that was called, uh... Oh! Oh! I'm so sorry. I'll rotate your tires after the match. <laughs> Take your inhaler, buddy. Inhalers, now, they were very popular in the 70s. They were brand I'm a little... I'm the ref... Uh, now, if I was the ref, I'd be a little more upset. Well, no, no, if, I if, if I was the ref, like I'd shut the like, fuck like, up. Yeah, just let the match go on. Oh. Learn how to make another left. hit. Every time this guy wrestles, we end up seeing his ass. Literally a, a an atrocity. Good Charlotte, I gotta apologize right off the bat That's for all right. this. Why are you apologizing to Good Charlotte? They've seen more ass than probably you have. Oh my goodness, spear right out of By a man and a thong. Oh, <laughs> by a man and a thong. Cares about his dancing. Power slam from the top. Whoa. Holy shit! They beat him. So Disco, it was a great match. I agree. Disco now gyrating his hips with the ass tassels. The ass tassels. What a win that was by that 70s team. But right now, fans, we're going to take you to some Why is Jerry Ryan not full of his drugs? abducted Team Dragon Game. This is just bizarre. He just keeps sliding down off of it.
this guy doing to me? <laughs> I don't know, Brett, but coming up, wait a minute, it looks like Ricky Banderas is headed this way. <laughs> Jimmy, where were you out there tonight? Bro, 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 relax, dude, dude, I know we lost, but I got a plan. Uh, is this a joke? No, dude, just tell me your feelings. We're gonna get them all out. We're gonna put them all out. Jimmy, I'm sore, I'm angry, and and I'm, and I'm hurt. Good, good, good. See, fear is the heart of love, and laced in the tears of defeat, will soar on the wings of the dove to victory. Jimmy, you not did it. We lost tonight. We lost. And the worst part, we lost to a bunch of hippies. <laughs> but that girl, dude, I could have found love. Look at the bigger picture, man. Isn't that nice, dude? <laughs> Chill, bro. See? <gasps> I like seven days! Just just relax, Jesus. Opposites, Chris. That was a little bit uncomfortable. What's this? time for our next high flying! <laughs> He literally jumped! Energy, uh -oh. Somebody's making their way to the ring. Wait a minute! Wait just a minute! That's Ricky Banderas! What the hell is going on here? I'm not sure what's going on right here. What is going on? That was terrible. Baby and Kayla just thrown out this guy's evil. Reason. Wait a minute! Wait a minute, guys! He's got the mic! He's got the mic! The only reason I'm here because of you! You, Papillo! You burned my face! You Wow. <laughs> to Lapito! If you're out there, Wait, I'm I think here! He's calling out the Impero guys! I gotta be your worst nightmare! What the hell did he just say? I think what he said is that he's blaming Vampiro. Oh, here comes Vampiro. And he wants Vampiro in the ring face to face. Man, that's I a very sick thing. I don't care how that dude is. I wouldn't want to be an issue. Vampiro, and look at the face. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, it's X-Pac. Oh, yeah. It was only two weeks ago that Six-Pac called out Vampiro only to have the champion be ambushed by Ricky Banderas. And the ambush is continuing right now in the ring, and this is evidence to me, Chris. This has got to be part of Six Pac's plan. I mean, the guy's been around forever, and he knows how to manipulate. This has got to be about the fact that Vampiro beat Six Pac for the WSX title as this two-on-one attack continues. That music, that music sounds familiar. That's your suicide music. You suicide coming to the ring. You and it looks suicide. like it's going to be a two-on-two. -two. Or maybe not. 
That's the fastest I've ever seen anybody get taken out. Goodbye. New suicide went through an exploding cage in the debut episode in the well, that was completely Rumble. pointless. And we haven't seen him since then. Yeah, right. I don't really like what's going on right now. But we got a, we got all sorts of carnage. Somebody's gonna get blown right up. <laughs> oh Lord, please, I must see another screen. Well, Pac, Pac, That's exactly what's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. nice Ooh, screen, right. heel kick. Nice roundhouse. Nice roundhouse. Vanderas. A new suicide fighting somewhere in the bunker here, oh, but where they go? Looks great. Right oh, and there oh, goes yeah. the referee. Yeah. He doesn't need a ref. Uh, they just threw He's referee Monchi Chi out of the ring. Referee oh, Monchi Chi. Monchi Chi, go change my oil. Oh. oh. But he gets cut by six buck with a foot nets. right to the midsection. And now the fight spills out to the floor. Guys, good Charlotte. This is nuts. This is all for blood and glory. There's no, there's no, nothing this being fought for right here. Ah! I, just, I heard that. This is all I about respect that. right now. The 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 but we're looking for Banderas and, and New Suicide. We can't find him anywhere, Chris. Oh my goodness. Oh, that up here. Right on top of that industrial heater. Industrial heater. Yeah, what, the industrial, the industrial heater. Oh, good God. Just wow. as I say that. One of these fans of these just got pummeled right on the head. Oh, and he's hurt. This is one of the fans got hit. One of the fans got hit with Van the damn trash can. We can get a bird's eye view from up here. Right We're going outside. Hitting in the hill. Well, somebody was coming out smoking a cigarette. Oh, wait a minute, guys. Look. Up there. It's you, suicide, and Ricky Van Dyer. Oh, the box. God. Wait, wait a minute. Let's hear it. Good God, Chris. Is he alive? He's barely moving. I can't believe he's still moving. I can't he's barely moving as he is squirming look around. Ricky oh my God! What the hell is this? He's spitting up blood. The hell just happened? That was a, that was interesting. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. That was very interesting uh, way to end this. Yep. I don't know how I feel about that. I liked Vampiro though. Vampiro looked Yeah, Vampiro looked cool, but that that ending though just kinda Well, it would have been better had it you suicide actually done something. Yeah, instead of just, you know, ending it on the dude's eyes glowing and him vomiting blood. Well, that was actually a pretty cool entrance, it was I thought. Pretty cool. No, not not, not Vampiro, but that yeah, they could have added more to it. Well, I like it when Vampiro did it yeah, and he Vampiro came out with cool. the uh, X title. I like that. But, um, you know, and plus, they're going to have a good match. I oh, know yeah. that they have a good match uh, coming up. But again, Fabian Caleb with the fucking wand, yeah. like, appearing <laughs> out of nowhere. And he had, like, the one long sleeve. Yeah. And then, like, had eyeliner under him. And then Tyler Black. Roar! Saying he's a metal core hardcore guy. How, how do you go from that to I am the Monday Night Messiah? <laughs> go back to that. I liked it better. Hey, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, 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 he can even use I'm the Monday Night Messiah. <laughs> I mean, this Shrock. was like this. Like, I'm surprised he didn't come out doing hardcore dancing. He did that for a while too. Like, he did that on. Some of the independents. He didn't do it in Ring of Honor because he knew it wasn't going to work in Ring of Honor. But of um, 
In WWE, he actually did do that. Like, in NXT, he would come out and would, you know, hardcore dance. but And no one kind of got that. And he actually danced really bad. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not going to lie. Like, I have better hardcore dancing moves than he does. Trust me, I do. But anyway, <laughs> but that was Wrestling Society X. We'll be back to wrap things up when we come back here on the Stovall Wrestling Network. It's the SWM Podcast. It's Morphin Time! Hey, folks, it's me, Caleb Stovall, here, and I am not here to talk about wrestling. I am here to talk to you about my brand new podcast called Power Rangers Go. That's right, it's going to be all about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And not just Mighty Morphin, but all Power Rangers. We're going to go through the entire Power Rangers universe. And by we, I'm going to be joined by my co-host each and every single week, the ace of everything superhero homie Q, Quentin Ficklin, will join me right here to discuss everything Power Rangers right here exclusively on TMB Studios. I can't wait. And may the power protect you all. Be sure to check out all the other great podcasts as well as past episodes of this podcast right here exclusively on TMB Studios. All right, we are back here on the Stovall Wrestling Network. And Chris... I believe it is about that time. It's been a long episode. I believe it is that time. <laughs> yeah, it has been. But we talked about a lot, you know, because, again, we just like talking about wrestling on here. Well, you got to say it like Tyler Black. Wrestling. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> fucking hilarious. I, I, how did he go from that to I am the Monday Night Messiah? That's <laughs> Uh, I'm going to take out your eyeball. I'm going to take your eyeball out. And throw up after (laughs) I do it. Chunks of corn. It was just, uh, yeah, that was just ridiculous. But again, you know, the thing I mostly wanted people to take away from this one was Ring of Honor. Yes. Which you guys really need to check out. It's actually really, really good. Well, I mean, you know, it, and we're seeing some highlights here. You know, like the Slim Death Punk, Before Summer Dishonor. Archer, Brian Danielson. Rush. Rush, actually. Is whatever, Briscoes. <laughs> I'm reading off the names as I see it. Yeah, it's... Best it's, of Death Before Dishonor. Yeah, and there was a lot of... There's been a lot of good stuff uh, with Death Before Dishonor um, and stuff like that. So there's been a lot of good matches. Um, and like I said, the thing is with Ring of Honor that they don't go all crazy. Now, I will say that, that some of their pay-per-views in the past have been accused of like having too many spots and doing and every match looks the same or whatnot, which yeah. at times I don't even know what that means anymore, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, you really need to check out ring of honor and you really need to check out like, uh, the, you know, to me, they are a true sports based product. So, uh, that's just me, though. But we'll talk more about it on uh, the next episode. We'll talk about what's going on in the news or whatnot in pro wrestling. We'll talk about each promotion. And we'll visit the past as well. We will continue the Wrestling Society X 
uh, discussions and everything like that, or the watch-alongs, I should say. And we've got more big news about some stuff coming up. Chris can fill you in on that as well, right, Chris? Yep. Um, got a lot of plans going on for SWN and TMB Studios. I'm not going to fully dive into right. it at the moment, but just stay tuned uh, to SWN, stay tuned to TMB Studios, and... You're definitely going to be loving what you hear and what you see, so uh, just right. stay tuned for that one. Well, that's awesome. Also, please check out my other podcast, The Power Rangers Go, with the ace of the Morphin Grid, Mr. Quentin Ficklin, uh, joining me on that. And check out uh, my other thing on Evolved Review with James Caleb Kitchens. Uh, as well, so uh, plenty of places to check me out. You can also check out other shows here on TMB Studios, such as Chatter City, The Shootout with Bill Blanchard, and of course the Chris Dickens Experience, and so many more shows here on TMB Studios. A lot more of it to come soon. Yeah, more more to come, as he said. So that's going to be awesome. But. As for the Stovall Wrestling Network for now, we are going to say goodbye, and we will see you next time here on the Stovall Wrestling Network. Happy wrestling, everyone. It's the Stovall Wrestling Network, the SWN Podcast.